We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. there hockey fans i'm paul bruno here with aj Scholes as we bring you the thursday edition of our dfs series of podcasts where we focus on tonight's slate of nhl games before we begin though i'd like to remind you to follow me at statsman 22 and you can follow aj at aj Scholes 24 that's aj s-c-h-o-l-z 24 you can also look for our weekly hockey nhl show called Puckcast, where we focus on the news and notes around the league, as well as doing the, the DFS portion of the program that you'll hear today uh, on, the, on the Statsman and AJ show on Tuesdays, which we record every week. All right, AJ, before we take a look at tonight's schedule and before we consider our FanDuel lineup options, why don't you provide our listeners with some important information, please? Yeah, just a reminder uh, to everybody out there that throughout the week, if you have questions about your lineups, be they season-long or daily, uh, uh, fantasy hockey or just hockey in general feel free to tweet at us uh, as paul said that's uh, aj shoals at aj shoals 24 and paul the statsman at statsman 22 
We also want to give thanks to our sponsors at FanDuel with a reminder that baseball is just around the corner, folks. Don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, though. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. All right, AJ, we have an eight-game slate tonight, and I'll begin by talking about the early ones. Uh, we have Ottawa visiting New Jersey, where the Devils are a favorite by 100, minus 115, and the over-under is 5.0, and that's a 7 o'clock start. The Rangers go to their crosstown rivals, the Islanders, where the Rangers are on the road. They're a minus 115 favorite. The over-under is 5.5. That also is a 7 o'clock start. Winnipeg travels to Pittsburgh. You'll be on this one, I'm sure, where the, the Pens are the heaviest favorite of the night. It looks like they're a minus 245. The over-under set at 6. And then Colorado moves over to visit Buffalo uh, on the heels of a road trip that they're continuing here. And uh, the Sabres are a minus 170 favorite. And the over-under set at 5 for a 7.30 start. And then, yeah, we got a pair of 8 o'clock games that are both uh, a little bit one-sided based on the money line. Uh, Vancouver travels to St. Louis, who the Blues are coming off a back-to-back, yet they're still favored uh, minus 200, a five over-under on that one. And then the other 8 o'clock game is Dallas at Minnesota. The Wild here are minus 200, a 5.5 over-under on that one. Uh, Our late slate of games is Philadelphia. Again, another team coming off a back-to-back. Uh, and they travel to Edmonton with the Oilers favored minus 165. Got a five and a half over under on that one. And then the last game of the night, Arizona head to L.A. Uh, short travel, but a one sided matchup here as well. A minus 235 for the Kings and a five over under on that one. Very good. Now let's begin and take a look at the players at each position as we build our fan duel lineups. AJ will start at the centers. And, and uh, we'll go through the ranges and uh, try and pick out a player or two in each of the ranges th- that we define here. Beginning with the 8,000 and up section, AJ, I know that you have your eyes on a couple of guys here tonight. You want to pick one for me? Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, you know, when you look at the fact that, that Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg has given up eight goals in his last three starts, I think stacking Penguins tonight is probably not a bad idea. Um, for me, between the two guys here, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, I think I'm going to save a little bit of money and go with Malkin. He's about $300 cheaper. Uh, Gino's a point-per-game guy whenever he's in the lineup. Uh, he's just a, a fantastic play. I think, uh, if I recall correctly, he's trailing only Sid the Kid uh, for uh, points per game on the season as a whole. So uh, either one of these guys is an option, but you can save a little bit going with Gino here and I'm going to highlight a couple of guys in this range I don't normally go this high but you can build a case for Connor McDavid tonight I think AJ at 8600 bucks he's got the Flyers coming in on the second of back-to-backs and this is not uh, a bad Oilers club as we know they've made great strides this year and McDavid's been central to that theme he's going to get a lot of minutes tonight against what might be a weary Flyers team they really shot their bolt I thought early on against Calgary they dominated the game for two periods but then they couldn't pull off the win and uh, they looked a little ragged at the end of that one so I'm looking for for them to be easy pickings for the Oilers and maybe McDavid does a big night and I'll 
also look at that cross uh, cross city rivalry i'll say that john Tavares will be a factor at home against the visiting rangers i don't think the rangers have a center who can who can corral this guy and limit him and that's why i'm excited about his possibilities in a home game that the islanders really need to get against their uh, hated rivals i'll say Let's drop down into the 7,000 range, AJ, and uh, highlight for me, who do you like in that grouping? Yeah, for me, there's there's no better option here than Jack Eichel at 7,200. You know, over his last five games, Eichel is averaging 18.4 fantasy points per night, and he gets a matchup with Colorado. We, we talked about Buffalo being favorited in this one, and it's not often that they're favorites, and, and especially heavy favorites, like a minus 170. Uh, so I think the fact that you know, he's got a good matchup. He's averaging nearly 20 minutes of ice time per night. And th- over three of that's coming on the power play. I think he's a great option at 7,200 uh, with, with that matchup tonight. Yeah, one guy I like in this range is just uh, a factor because of his his matchup and the way he's been such a great scorer all year long. That's Jeff Carter. If he was in the East or in the, even in a central time zone, more people would t- be talking about this guy, AJ. But the fact that remains that he, this veteran has been a remarkable scoring machine uh, rising above the, the uh, relative quiet of the rest of the offense, I'll say. He's been doing it uh, like a lone ranger out there, and he had four points his last time out, and the visiting Coyotes, of course, are one of the, the dregs of the league, so that, that to me smells like a pretty good matchup. Um, I'm also uh, a big fan of the Eichel pick. Uh, that that uh, screaming hot value, I, I love that call uh, as well. Let's drop down to the 6,000 range, AJ, where there's still some really good uh, value for the money down here, I think. Yeah, absolutely. For for all the reasons that you uh, highlighted, uh, McDavid, I think Leon Dreisaitl is another great option here. Uh, as you said, the Flyers are coming off a of back-to-back, and you add in that, that Steve Mason is going to be the likely starter. He's logged just two appearances in their last six games, and in those uh, brief appearances, he's given up eight goals. Uh, and Dreisaitl is coming off a, a three-point contest that includes a power play goal, so I definitely think he's primed to get some more tonight. Uh, he's at the higher end of this 6,000 range at 6,700, um, but I, I think he's worth it uh, compared to the other options here in, in this grouping. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm guess I'm going to give away the fact that I think that there's an opportunity tonight for an L.A. stack when I say Anze, Anze Kopitar is another good uh, pickup in tonight's slate he's averaged 10.3 FanDuel points per game but he's picked that pace up over the last month he's he's really starting to find his offensive groove as a matter of time I, I can't believe anybody in the fantasy space would give up on this guy in season long for sure even though he had a, such a uh, slow start but the Kings tend to ramp things up in the second half and as, as I said a game against the visiting Coyotes is a great opportunity for their offense to kick it into gear so that's one guy that I like up, up there and I'll also highlight another guy that I like in this range, and that's Miko Koivu at $6,500. He's un- a little bit underrated in the Minnesota offense, particularly as Eric Stahl has come in and really kind of taken the spotlight. But Koivu has been an exceptional uh, playmaker for Minnesota for years, and he's got some more talent to work with than he has in the past. So I really like that matchup against a suspect Dallas defensive scheme and the shaky goaltending that Kerry Lettinen provides he's probably going to be the guy that goes tonight because uh, the shakier one uh, Antti Niemi went the day the game before and he didn't look very good he hasn't looked very good all season so uh, good opportunity for Koivu to light it up tonight let's go into the 5,000 range AJ and uh, see if we can find some more picks that might make sense yeah for starters I'll, I'll throw out there Paul Stastny not going to play tonight that's already been uh 
determined by the club. He could return Saturday. Uh, so if you're playing some DFS over the weekend, he might be an option there. Um, as far as guys that will be in the lineup in this price range, I'll start out with Charlie Coyle at 5,700. He's got just one goal in his last 18 games. So, you know, some, some owners might, uh, or players out there might shy away from him, but he's managed 11 helpers over that stretch and also 23 shots and 13 blocks. So he's getting points in all other categories. He's going up against Dallas. And so he's got a good chance of, of getting his goal scoring tonight. So I like him at 5,700. Uh, another guy I really like in this price range that might not be on too many radars is going to be Adam Henrique for 5,300 with the Devils. You know, he's somewhat of a forgotten man of late, um, but he's got four goals and three helpers in his last seven games. Uh, and the match could be tough going up against Craig Anderson. I, I'll, I'll definitely admit that uh, Anderson's been pretty solid in goal. Uh, but given that New Jersey, you know, has struggled, I think Henrique uh, is primed to have low ownership and definitely could be a, an opportunity to, to cash in on a guy, especially in maybe a GPP format. Well, I love both of the guys that you mentioned this in this range, so I'll talk a little bit more about them too, AJ. Coyle has been relegated to a bit of a third-line center role. He was playing first-line wing for most of the season, but he's moved into that third-line role. That doesn't disappoint me or uh, distract me from picking him tonight either. I just think that he's such a solid player, and he's got the favorable matchup, I do think. And he, don't forget, he gets the power play minutes too, so I love that call. And Henrique is, is anchoring one of the two offensive lines in New Jersey. And Ottawa's a team, I'm going to come out and say it, AJ, this is a team that I think is primed for a fall in the standings over the remaining part of the schedule just because they have so many road games uh, on the slate uh, the rest of the way. That's a lot of travel time in, in a condensed schedule, and I think at some point it's going to start to catch up with them, and it may begin with the visit to, uh, to the swamp area. <laughs> Let's go with the 4,900 and under range, AJ, and see if we can find some bargain basement values here. Well, you're really going to have to scroll down to the bottom of the list here for my pick, but that's going to be Jory Laterra for 3,900. I mentioned Statsny being out. That means Laterra should get the top line center gig along with Alexander Steen and Vladimir Tarasenko. So, I mean, the, the possibility of getting a top line guy for under 4,000 is almost too good to pass up. He's got three assists in his last four games, and that's without being on the top line. Uh, at you know at 3,900, I think he's the value play of the night. Obviously, you may want to check back to rotowire.com and check our uh, depth charts just to make sure they don't change anything up at the uh, morning skate today as far as their lines go. But as long as the Terra's on that top line, he almost has to be in your lineup, in my opinion. Yeah, and my pick is related to yours, too. I'm going to uh, include Patrick Berglund in our list of great value plays here. They both move up in rank because of Stastny's situation, which you highlighted. So Berglund, for his part, has had six goals in the last five games. I'll take that hot stick at that low price tag against a Vancouver team that is certainly at the lower end of the standings. So it's matchup related as well. And the fact that I get this hot stick in the lineup at that price is a pretty attractive option and should be to our fantasy uh, listeners. Uh, we'll turn our attention to the wing positions next, AJ, where we're starting with the most expensive plays on the board, uh, 8,000 and up. Do you see any players here that might tempt you? I don't, not for me. Uh, I think there's just so many quality options in the 7,000 and up range that it's not really worth it to pay up for it. Now, I will throw out there, for any of our listeners that really feel they have to use one of these guys, I would uh, hedge towards Vladimir Tarasenko. 
Uh, he's got the better matchup and he's slightly cheaper than Jamie Ben. Um, but I would really avoid either one of these guys, in my opinion. Yeah, I would tend to fade Ben for sure at the $8,500 price tag on the road against a team that's really tough to play at home again in Minnesota. They've got depth at center that's going to keep him busy in terms of the matchups that he faces uh, offensively and maybe defensively. He'll be forced into a defensive posture if he goes head-to-head with one of the top two guys for sure. He's uh, more than his share of the time. And Tarasenko, the guy's a highlight reel waiting to happen. We know that, but uh, $8,000 is a lot of money when there are other viable options a little bit lower than him on the board and why don't we take a look at them in the 7,000 range there's about five guys between 7,100 and 7,400 AJ are you on any of these fellas tonight well I mean you could make an argument for any one of these guys just to throw them out there quickly Michael Granlin is playing Dallas that's a great matchup there Blake Wheeler and Patrick Laine have been lighting up uh, any almost every team they face they do get Pittsburgh tonight but they've been so hot and then you've got two Pittsburgh guys in Patrick Hornquist and Phil Kessel, and the Penguins are the hottest offense in the league. So any one of these guys is a, is a viable option. For me, I'm going to go with Phil the Thrill. He's got a three-game goal streak going, 12 points in his last 11 outings. And during that stretch, his shooting percentage is an outstanding 20%. So he's converting when he gets his chances. I think he's too hot right now to avoid using. Um, but certainly any one of these guys is a viable option. You know what? I love uh, watching Phil play. And I, I'm a big fan of his from the time that he was in Toronto. He was maligned in terms of and miscast, I would say, uh, as the leader of, this t- of that team. He's not a leader type. But he is one of the better snipers around hockey, and he's proving it once again with the with the current streak that he's on in Pitt. And I think he's a great pick tonight. But I'll go to the other side of that game and take a look at Blake Wheeler, who has been like a runaway train uh, in the last little while. And that's troubling for me in this matchup because I think Pittsburgh, while they have a great offense, I don't know if they have the size... Uh, on, in a defensive posture to corral this guy, uh, Wheeler, because he's a big man and he's one of the top power forwards in the game. And right now he's just on top of his game. So I really am attracted just because of all the circumstances to, to pick Wheeler in this range tonight. From the 6600 to $6,900 range, there are some more great names here, AJ. Yeah, I, I really like Jakob Voracek for 6600 Now, I know he's coming off a game last night. We've talked about that with the Flyers potentially be struggling. And and Voracek himself has, has found it difficult to find the back of the net. He's got zero goals in seven straights, but he's still firing at an impressive rate with 27 shots uh, during that goal drought and three assists as well there. You know, even though he's not scoring, he's registering Fanny fantasy points with all those shots on goal which is you know all you can really ask for is that guys still find ways to put their name on on the board and and cam talbot has been solid for most of the season but he's liable to give up uh, a handful of goals and and can throw a stinker in there from time to time so i i like vorasek uh, even though it could be a, a little tough with uh, coming off that back-to-back well, and I'm going to look at uh, Taylor Hall. This guy, you know, people forget when he was with Edmonton, he was still one of the one of the highest scoring wingers in hockey, and he's proving that he's still got the scoring touch. He's lighting it up right now, 
putting up a lot of shots on goal. That's one thing that, that uh, we want to highlight, too, in terms of the road wire scoring. You get points just for, for lobbing shells at the net, and he's doing it uh, at a higher pace than most right now, and the point production has been there consistently. So I like his chances at home against that Ottawa team. I think that Ottawa is ripe for the picking in this one, and I, I've said it before. And so I will, uh, I will say that Taylor Hall is, is a guy that actually is going to make it into my lineup tonight. Let's go down into the 5,000, uh, or sorry, let's take it down into lower 6,000s, I guess, AJ, because there's uh, some more guys there that we can talk about from 6100 to $6,500 in that range. What do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go back to St. Louis. I mean, we talked uh, at the opening of the show that there are minus 200. And so another guy benefiting from a handful of injuries, both the, the Fabry injury and the Statsny injury is Alexander Steen. He's 6,200 tonight. Um, and should be able to score some points. Now, if you look at his last two games, he doesn't have any points, which could scare some people off. But the, he had six points in the five games prior to that. So I think this is a short little blip. He should be able to capitalize against a Vancouver team that's frankly not very good, especially of late. And so I expect a, a big night from most of uh, St. Louis. As you can see, I've highlighted a handful of them. Uh, you've highlighted other guys as well. And I think Steen as a, a top-line winger is a great option for 6,200. Well, and I don't want to upset Ottawa fans, so I'm going to throw an Ottawa name in here, AJ. I'm going to pick Mark <laughs> Stone for $6,300. I just like the matchup, similar to the other power forwards that I highlighted here, just because on the other side, on the other roster, I don't think there's anybody that can contend with Stone uh, and corral him, limit him, in much the same way as I highlighted Shifley early. So so I'll take the hot stick here for Ottawa. If you're looking for a senator who could be a big, big producer tonight, that's my guy. Uh, let's go into the 5,000s, AJ, and see if uh, we're starting to get into value country here. Uh, let's go from 5,600 to 6,000, a mitt full of names here that are worth considering. Yeah, definitely um, going to take a little bit of a, a play out of your book tonight, Paul. Uh, Tyler Toffoli of the Kings, uh, he's back from, from injuries, played four games and finally got his first goal back. Uh, he's 5,700 tonight. And as you mentioned, you know, this is a, a generally a second half team. I think Toffoli is going to be a huge part of turning that around. And he should be able to keep that momentum going against the Coyotes team. That's allowing 3.15 goals per game. So I think a great matchup and a guy that's starting to get hot at the right time for him now that he's back uh, and healthy. Boy, AJ, you talk about a guy that's getting hot at the right time. I'm looking at Minnesota, a Nino Niederreiter, who seems to have found a home on the top line there, working with Eric Stahl. Four goals and two assists in his last five games. He was kept off the score sheet last time out, so I'm looking he's got a chance to get right back on it. And in that prior four games, he was he produced the following, 18.9, 14.1, 20.8, and 33.6 in terms of FanDuel points per played. That tells you that he's getting some more shots on goal and even blocking a couple of shots in there. And factoring into the special teams uh, would only boost those totals for me uh, and his opportunities. So I think against that suspect Dallas uh, defensive system, I, I get a piece of Nino Nino Ryder, and I, I think he's another guy that's a real good candidate to get into my lineup tonight. Below that, we got the fifty-one to fifty-five hundred dollar range. More scoring talent there that uh, might be under most people's radar. So why don't we get into that radar ourselves and uh, share some names here? Yeah, and as I always kind of like to highlight, there's a handful of, of top line uh, options here in this this lower price range. Uh, Redeem Vibrata for one, Jordan Eberle, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, as well as Patrick Eves, and so that's those are always 
decent options. But for me, I'm actually going to go uh, with a second line guy here. We talked about Buffalo in that Colorado matchup, Sam Reinhart for 5,100. He's averaging 14 fantasy points in his previous five contests, and he's seeing over 17 minutes of ice time. He's on pace for a career season, and I'll also point out that seven of his 12 goals on the year have come on the power play. So this is a fantastic option down here, and for all the first-line options, this is one where you might want to shy towards a second-line guy who's uh, proven his scoring a little bit more of late. And I'll add to that uh, the name of Anders Lee in that crosstown matchup. Again, uh, paired with John Tavares, these guys have found magic. Lee is, as you highlighted a couple of weeks ago, a guy who is capable of threatening the 30-goal plateau and really a bona fide scorer in this system, given that he gets the playing time with John Tavares. He's a real good trigger man for for Tavares, who's one of the league's better all-around players and certainly one of the top playmakers in the game. So I really like Anders Lee in there. And I echo your sentiments about uh, Sam Reinhardt. This is another guy in this range who could be lighting it up, and and I'll take a piece of him at $5,100 in that grouping. Uh, let's say, uh, let's go down to the uh, sub-5,000 range, AJ, and are there any value plays that you might slide into a tournament-type pick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one guy I did forget to mention right at that 5,000 price range is, is Patrick Maroon. Uh, you know, we talked about the Edmonton Flyers matchup, so I won't harp on that too much more. Um, and this is a great chance, I think, for Maroon to get a goal in his third straight game. So he's hot, and that's a, a great hot stick there for a top-line guy at $5,000. Um, but for me, the sub-5,000, I really like Max Dome. I think because he's on Arizona, he's been largely ignored. But in that, you know, of late, he's got a goal and four assists in his last four outings. And the Kings are still a slightly weaker team. They are starting to turn it around. They've got some solid options in goal, um, but they can still, uh, you know, give one up as well. A game that you might expect them to win. They just come out flat. And so if that happens, I think Dome could certainly capitalize. He's one of the few bright spots on Arizona and his ownership will be down because of that, I think. And so a a solid GPP option as well here. Well, and I'll add, we've touched on a few St. Louis players. uh, This one, David Perron at $4,900. He's a guy uh, who's one of the better snipers on that club. And he's shaken out of a bit of a doldrums in the last few games. Uh, He's produced uh, five points in his last five games. So more of what we're used to seeing from him is happening right now. And he's a capable scorer who will factor into top six play there. So that could be pretty good value. He's slated to start on the second line against the Vancouver Canucks tonight with St. Louis having the home ice advantage. And then I'm surprised you didn't mention this guy, but I'm going to do it for you. Jake Gunsel of the Fly of the Penguins at $4,200, getting first line minutes with Sid the Kid. This is one of the screaming pop values for me in terms of the fact that he gets first line minutes with arguably the best player in the game. How can you not? Whoa, have... arguably, Paul. What are, what are we talking about here? There's no <laughs> argument. <laughs> well, uh, there, people in Edmonton might have a case against you but uh we we can save that for another time but uh, gunsel to me a great value play at forty two hundred dollars tonight in a favorable matchup for the pens as at home we'll go to the blue line and uh, i'm going to give you a chance to highlight another pittsburgh penguin who looks to me like one of the better values even though he's one of the most expensive guys on the board uh, in the seven thousand plus range yeah, that's Chris Letang at seventy two hundred. It it is a steep price. I'll, I'll certainly admit, and it it makes you have to pick uh, some more value guys at other positions. But he's averaging a point per game over his last seven outings, and he's firing off just a ton of shots. 
He's the team's power play quarterback in versus Winnipeg. I think he's worth the price, in my opinion. Hellybuck, as I highlighted earlier, has been weak in goals. And so uh, I think this is a prime matchup. You know, we talked over or under on this one is six. So, you know, the Vegas line is expecting uh, a lot of goals. And I think Chris Letang will be a key part of that uh, tonight. Yeah. And the other guy in the 7,000 plus range is Eric Carlson. You know, people uh, for, uh, maybe have forgotten how good an offensive player this guy is just because of the season that Brett Burns is having in San Jose, kind of eclipsing all the blue liners this season. But uh, for his part, Letang, is a guy who is the center, the centerpiece in the Ottawa offense. And uh, he's been blocking his share of shots of late, too. So uh, a pretty good value at $7,000, I'll say, for the Ottawa captain. And then we go down. There's nobody in the 6,000 range at all, so there's quite a gap there. Let's take it down to the 5,000s and look at the range from 5,500 to 5,900. AJ, who do you like in this group? Well, I, th- I think for me it's going to be Alex Petrangelo. Um, I, you know, I, I feel bad that we're highlighting all blues, but this matchup is just so good tonight. Uh, it's hard to ignore what these guys are doing. He's 5,500. Uh, and this is a guy that finds ways to get fantasy points without necessarily scoring. Uh, he's got 17 block shots in his last seven outings. That's along with four helpers. He's definitely more of a 50, 50 or multiplier play than, than a GPP option. Uh, but his consistency is, is solid. He'll be right there, kind of in the middle. Uh, he, so that's why I think more of a 50-50 option, uh, but I definitely like what he can add to the, the lineup tonight. And I'll highlight a couple of guys, including another St. Louis guy, Drew Doughty for L.A., though. He's got points in eight of his last ten games. And again, a guy that we don't see too much of here on the east side of uh, the continent. But uh, rest assured, this guy is still... Uh, a candidate for the Norris Trophy and one of the top offensive defensemen in the league and at $5,800, a very attractive play against Arizona tonight. But I want to also highlight Kevin Shattenkirk, whose name's been in the news every day in terms of trade options uh, that St. Louis must be entertaining for this pending UFA. He's been producing points. He's really looking like uh, a real stalwart at the blue line of late factoring into a lot of the offense that this team is generating and they'll certainly be in a position to generate a lot more against vancouver tonight so i love that matchup and uh we're talking of uh st louis stack tonight folks let's not make any bones about it uh aj and i've thrown a lot of blues names at you there's a reason for it good matchup tonight uh fifth five thousand to fifty four hundred uh, aj there's a uh, a number of first line defensemen in 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 this range too yeah, absolutely. And and out of all of them, I think the one that I would highlight is Rasmus Ristolainen for 5,100. And I feel like we talk about him every week, but he is the Sabres' number one defensive defenseman. He's their power play uh, guy, and his value, for whatever reason, never seems to creep quite out of this low $5,000 range. And so despite everything that he does for them, which includes 27 minutes of ice time per game, that's both on the power play and the penalty kill. He's getting a ton of chances. And so until his price goes up, I think Ristolainen is going to continue to be a solid uh, play for DFS contests. You know, AJ, if there was a stat for 
uh, most time with the puck on your stick. I'm betting that Oliver Ekman Larson would be one of the top guys in the league in terms of actual puck possession on a game by game basis. He just seems when Arizona's playing, you always notice this guy around the play and certainly generating a lot of what little offense they do come up with. So for fifty three hundred dollars, I think that that you got to take a look at him at this price point, even though it's a tough matchup against L.A. on the road. But uh, Ekman Larson is such a such an integral part of everything that Arizona does offensively. First line minutes and first line power play only begin to tell the story here. You just uh, watch him one night and just see how much time he handles the puck. He, he's going to be at the center of their offense. If they produce any points, uh, goals, he'll be likely factoring into them. In the sub-5,000 range, AJ, there's still a number of defensemen of quality that we can speak of. Some really hot sticks back there. Well, yeah, and and I think just uh, to give our listeners a little bit of a, a different uh, take here, uh, one guy who's not having a hot stick and is admittedly a risky play is Tyson Berry for forty six hundred. Um, he's not, you know, he's not scoring a ton, but he gets a lot of shots on goal and blocks a good number of shots. And so those auxiliary kind of stats, if he can pot one tonight against Buffalo, and and Lerner by no means has been an outstanding netminder this this season so there's definitely an opportunity there um and so i think if, if you're looking for maybe a lesser owned a little bit of a risky play I w- i'll certainly admit that uh, tyson berry might be somebody to look at for a more kind of conventional pick here dion Phaneuf for 4500 the devils are giving up 31.3 shots per game and Phaneuf has three points in his last three outings. So this looks like a matchup made in heaven tonight. And so I'll, I'll give our listeners a good, a good solid uh, kind of value guy, as well as maybe a riskier play that you want to at least uh, take a flyer on in a GPP contest. And uh, we won't be naming any flyers in this range, I don't think. But I'm going <laughs> to go with Edmonton's Oscar Clefbaum, who... plays against them tonight and and Clefbaum has become he's really elevated his game and he's starting to live up to the press clippings that uh, advertise him as a top offensive rear guard that should benefit from being around the uh, offensive pieces that they can put out up front particularly on the power play and he factors into that power play so I like him at the $4,800 and hey there's another St. Louis blue in this range Colton Pareko big booming shot and for $4,800 I say he launches a few tonight and maybe even pots one from the blue line uh, we're going to take a look at the goalies now this is always where I begin to build my lineup so I'm really kind of curious to know what you think about the 9,000 plus uh, crowd uh, well there's a crowd there's two guys in this range Matt Murray and Devin Dubnik what do you think about these guys and their matchups is it worth it to go all in at the net position tonight for me, it's not. And, and both these netminders have been fantastic all season, but they don't have easy matchups tonight. I mean, Dallas loses games because of their goaltending, not because of their lack of scoring. They're a dangerous offensive team. Now, I expect both of these guys, both Dubnik and Murray, to get the wins tonight, but it won't be without giving up some goals. And, you know, Winnipeg as well, they're another offensively minded team. So I, sh- I would save my money and uh, fade both of these guys just because of the the matchups that they have they'll get the win in my opinion but it'll come at a high cost yeah i echo your sentiments and it's really a teaching point here aj when you're looking at the goalie situations you don't want to pick just the guy that's going to win but you want to have lots of saves in the bank and you don't want to be having the penalty of goals against factoring in so so that's why we go a little bit further down the board and look for goalies who may limit the opponents and maybe even uh, chime uh, chime in for a shutout opportunity so why don't we see if we can find a couple of guys in the 8700 to 8500 range aj that might fit that bill 
Yeah, there's two players I'll highlight here. First off, Henrik Lundqvist for 8,800. The Isles have improved uh, after their coaching change, but uh, you know they they still have struggled. Uh, you saw Paul uh, firsthand; they got rocked by the Maple Leafs seven to one the other night. I love that. And, yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, King Henrik is uh, on a five-game winning streak, and during that time, he's got just a 1.98 goals against average. He had Monday off uh, when the team was in action, so I expect him to be uh, rested and ready to go. I, I don't. Uh, you mentioned potential shutout uh, opportunities. I think this is definitely one. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. Uh, the other netminder in this range I like is Craig Anderson for 8,500. He got a shutout in his first game back, but did struggle against the Sabres, gave up three in the loss. Um, but the Devils are the second worst team in scoring this season at 2.29 per game, and they're last in the league in shots. So it's definitely a favorable matchup for Anderson tonight. Well, and I'm going to throw in the name of Cam Talbot in this mix. In seven of his last nine games, he's allowed two goals or less. And that's the kind of goaltending score that's going to be a good one in the fan duel play. If you can keep the opponent for two or, to two or less, and he's receded for a shutout or two in that range as well. And I like the fact that they get Philadelphia on the second of back-to-backs. And I watched a bit of that Flyers game last night, and it looked to me like they were really trying to get the win on the first night of the back-to-backs, really going all in and they expended a lot of inj- energy in that one and I'm wondering how much they have left in the tank as they go uh, up the up the highway into Edmonton for tonight's game uh, against the, the rested Edmonton Oilers. So uh, beyond that, let's go down into the next grouping, AJ, and take a look at the 8400 down to 8100 range. I think we both like the same guy in this group, but let's see. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be Jake Allen here tonight. Um, he's he's already been confirmed as a starter tonight. Carter Hutton went last night, so it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. And against Vancouver, it's it's just too good of a matchup to pass up. You know, he's he's on a three-game winning streak, and he's playing some of his best hockey of the year. I don't know why you wouldn't uh, at least give Jake Allen at 8,200 a good hard look for your lineup tonight. Yeah, I think I think that's the guy to go to in this range. Look at the other options. you got Thomas Grice. At home against the Rangers, one of the top teams in hockey, I would still say, and that's an $8,300 price tag, and he was exposed against the Leafs, as as you'll say, and I'll remind our listeners. Ryan Miller, (laughs) the veteran from Vancouver, uh, in tough against St. Louis. We are all over that matchup, so no surprise that we're not on him in this range. And finally, Mike Smith on the road in L.A. with uh, Arizona. I think they're overmatched, too, so that's the case against the guys in the uh, low 8,000s tonight and why Allen sticks out for me as well. Uh, any guys below the 8,000 threshold that you might recommend, AJ? Uh, I'll list the start, the potential starters for our listeners just so they know who's out there. It's Connor Hellubuck for Winnipeg, Robin Lerner for Buffalo, Kerry uh, Lettinen for Dallas uh, or, or Niemi, but it's probably going to be Lettinen tonight. And then Steve Mason for Philadelphia. And then finally, all the way at the bottom is Calvin Picard for uh, Colorado. I don't like any of these guys. I would really shy away from using any of them. If you made me pick one, I would probably pick Lerner because I think Buffalo beat Colorado tonight. Um, But he's certainly 
could get rocked as well. So I, I avoid this entire price group. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Lerner. Yeah, I think Robin Lerner is the guy to go to in this group as well. He's been a little volatile, though. His makeup is such that he's such a fiery guy that sometimes it works against him. And against a, a low-hanging fruit like a, like the Colorado Avalanche, if they get a couple of goals on him early, that's like li- liable to really tick him off and get him right off his game. So uh, a reason, another reason just to stay away from him is just his mental volatility of late. It seems like it's conspired to work against him a little bit. Uh, other than that, though, he's been fairly steady uh, in the last couple of weeks. A couple of four spots against him, but otherwise he's been holding it to two or less as well more often than not. So uh, I think he could recede to the win, but it's too much of a risk, and that's uh, visible by the price tag that we see here as well. AJ, that, these are our thoughts on tonight's game. Why don't you take our listeners through what the RotoWire optimize, Optimizer does for the optimal lineup tonight? Yeah, so the Optimizer is real big on just two teams tonight. Uh, for the most part, it really likes Minnesota and Winnipeg tonight. Uh, so the one non-wild uh, or jet it has is uh, your guy that you highlighted, John Tavares, at $8,000. Uh, and then its other center is Eric Stahl with Minnesota 5600 uh, for wingers, it goes Blake Wheeler and Patrick Line, both 7,300. And then Zach Parisi and Alex Toop, the youngster who uh, was recently called up but is playing on their top line. Parisi's 7,800. Toop is just 3,000. So that's actually a pretty good uh, suggestion, in my opinion. Defensively, it's got one of each from Winnipeg and Minnesota. Dustin Bufflin at 5,900. And then Gustav Olafsson. Uh, for 3100 now it looks like he might be on their second power play unit uh, even though he's a third line defenseman but that's no guarantee that's one you'll definitely want to check back and then in goal uh, the optimizer not worried about the penguins going with connor hellubuck for uh, 7900 i think that's uh, uh, maybe a poor choice uh, but you know the optimizer is it knows the numbers uh, and so it it could certainly be right uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Yeah, you're hoping it isn't, I'm sure. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Let's take a look at our lineups, AJ, beginning with the two two guys that you like at center this evening. Well, I talked about both these guys, and it's a perfect combination to not uh, overspend at the center position. So I go Evgeny Malkin for 8500 and then I come back with Jordan uh, Laterra for 3900 And so it really averages out. Uh, my center spending well at right about six thousand. Um, I, I, you know, I highlighted both these guys. Gino's a goal a night game and uh, a point per night guy, and Laterra is uh, on that top line. So hard to go wrong with those two. Uh, Paul, what did you do down the middle? Well, my variance at the middle is a little bit less than yours. I, I kept right around that fifty. 57 to 65 range i got one at each end i got anze kopitar for 6500 dollars. i can't uh, think uh, enough about the matchup in this case uh, against arizona i don't think they have enough to curtail both the centers uh carter and kopitar so i'm going to say that kopitar shakes loose and uh, produces well for that price tag and we both were on charlie Coyle, so i feel even better about spending 5700 dollars on him given the matchup he has against that dallas team where minnesota is much more disciplined and they've got much more structure and should be able to pick uh, the stars apart this evening aj you've got four wingers in mind yeah, and I start out with Phil the Thrill Kessel. Um, and, and I will point out, you talked about him being much maligned in Toronto. Well, here in Wisconsin, he was public enemy number one for the longest time when he defected from Minnesota and went to, to school in 
um, are defected from Madison and went to school in Minnesota. And so uh, I've had to really uh, turn my opinion around on him, and I have, and I'm going to use him tonight. I'll also point out that uh, the power play uh, group for uh, the Penguins is Kessel, Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and then Patrick Hornquist, who uh, in that group is kind of the forgotten man. So at 7,400, he's worth the price tag tonight. Uh, that power play is going to be dangerous for sure. Uh, and then because I spent so much, I do have to go cheaper with the rest. I'm going to go Sam Reinhart for 5,100. Again, I like the Buffalo Colorado matchup. Patrick Maroon for 5,000. Edmonton against a hopefully tired Flyers team. And then Max Dome, who I said could be kind of a sneaky play tonight. I'm hoping he can really help me. Just 4,900. Uh, Paul, your wingers. Yeah, I talked about each of these guys too. Taylor Hall, one of the better wingers in hockey, starting to look like it in Jersey this year. Again, he's he's gotten over the fact that he was moved out and probably blamed more than he should have been for Edmonton's struggles over the last couple of seasons. And I got Mark Stone in, in there at $6,300 for Ottawa so that the Ottawa fans get off my back and think, ah, oh, this guy <laughs> hates the Senators. But listen, this guy's got a good matchup tonight. I like his, his power forward attributes in this game uh, without anybody to corral him on the other side Nino Niederreiter a, a flashy offensive talent with a lot of size in, in his own right again for that Minnesota Wild team at $5,700 this is just a low price for him I do believe and speaking of low prices Jake Gunsel, uh you got to feel good about his chances for $4,200 great price tag good situation and he affords me a lot of flexibility elsewhere so he's the key to my roster this evening I'll say AJ you got a pair of first line defensemen in there I do, and I'm doing another high-low like I did with the centers. I'll go Chris Letang, 7,200, for all the multitude of reasons that I already highlighted. And then Dion Phaneuf for 4,500. Another Ottawa guy uh, tonight, so hopefully uh, those fans will be uh, fans of mine as well. Uh, He just has done too much uh, of late to to pass up on, especially at that price tag. So another high-low for me. Paul, what about you on uh, defense? Well, uh, one guy who's getting a lot of ink lately, and I'll add some more uh, airtime for his name, is that Kevin Shattenkirk for $5,700. He's just producing too well and too consistently, and he gets a tasty matchup that we've been all over in this in this uh, segment. So no surprise that I would include him there. And I spoke at length about Oliver ekman Larson. He's got the tough matchup against L.A., but everything goes through him, and uh, everything that Arizona does offensively seems to go through him. And I like his chances of getting a, his uh, usual shots on goal, getting in front of a couple himself, and factoring in on uh, the scoring plays. So for $5,300, good value there. And backing them all in the Nets, AJ. I'm going to go with Craig Anderson for Ottawa tonight. Uh, I like his price range at 8500 but I may switch that up. I, You know, we both talked about Jake Allen a little bit at 8200 either one of these guys is solid for now i think i'm going to go with craig anderson um, but don't be surprised if i change that as well paul what did you do in the nets oh i hope you tweet any changes that you make in your lineups absolutely over this uh cam talbot for me is the pick flyers are on the second back-to-backs i believe they're the only club in that uh uh, situation tonight and edmonton is rested and uh, they've got too much firepower for the flyers and they're i think they're shaky goaltending you touched on that tonight they're going with a guy mason who has been having his troubles of late so all of that spells a good situation for talbot and at 70 dollars it's a bit of a high price tag but it'll be well worth it in the end in my opinion AJ, we got to turn our attention to some of the news that's going on. And, and to me, the fact that Montreal changed their coaches within hours of our discussion about them last week 
uh, kind of made me think that we have our finger on the pulse of what's going on in some of the hockey circles. So I'd like to take a bit of credit for, for what happened there. But really, it was kind of the writing was on the wall over the last few weeks for Michel Therrien. You know a little bit about him because of the time he spent in Pittsburgh. Uh, what do you think of the contending teams uh, we've seen in St. Louis, New York Islanders, and Boston, and now Montreal, all ditching their coaches as we're about two-thirds of the way through the season? And these teams, were they're doing okay, but, you know, maybe not as good as, as they want to be doing. So maybe that factors into it. But what's your sense on, on the high-end coaching changes that's happening? Yeah, I mean, they're victims of, of high talent, but underperforming. And, and I think it's something that we've seen time and again in the NHL. I mean, the, the, as you said, the writing was on the wall. We both felt like they had to make a change. I'm surprised that they, I mean, not surprised. It's a great pick to get Claude Julian, um, but it just feels like salt in the wound to Boston um, that they lose this guy and, and then he comes into another team and a, a rival team as well. Uh, I know they briefly uh, maybe considered Gerard Gallant as their p- potential plan B, um, but I will note that apparently he does not speak French, which almost certainly would have ruled him out in Montreal. Um, so I, I think it's a good fit. I, I like the move to change it up a little bit. I do feel bad for these guys when they get canned halfway through the season, um, but it's a cutthroat business. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you spoke of the rivalry between Montreal and Boston, probably the most ferocious one in all of the NHL. And this just is going to fire that up even more. I wonder if Terrian is done in the NHL level. Uh, he's, he's a guy who had uh, a really prime location in Montreal for years and, and the team played well underneath him. So I'd like to see him get another chance somewhere else because he seems to me a quality coach. So hopefully we haven't seen the last of him. We haven't seen the last of Hitchcock and others who have lost their jobs this year because there's, there's some really good name recognition among the guys that have been ousted in the coaching ranks. So uh, that's it, folks. That's all in our breakdown of the best FanDuel plays for Thursday's NHL schedule from me, Paul Bruno, who you can follow at Statsman22, and A.J. Scholes, who's a great follow at A.J. Scholes24. We encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions, and we'll do our best to respond quickly, and we'll look forward to our Tuesday podcast with a full review of news and notes from around the NHL. So long, everybody. (laughs) 